Like Boston has nobody to throw at him. You know, Brooklyn, who's going up against Joel Embiid? KD? DeAndre Andre Jordan? Like Andre just, Andre Drummond. What? Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> How's your guys Sunday so far? I mean, I'm tired. I've been driving. I drove for three hours today, three almost four hours. Uh, as you know, I had a very weird week in Houston, uh, to say the least. I had no water when I got there, and then on my second day, I lost electricity. And the dog and I were sleeping under the covers. It was like 35 degrees. Actually, I think it might have been like closer to like 28 degrees. It was cold as hell. The only way we got heat was to like basically bounce back and forth between the car and the uh, and the apartment. But I was running out of gas and none of the gas stations were open. So I had to like be conscientious of that too. So it was a very interesting week. Electricity came back on. I got to eat some food. Got to meet up with some friends. And it worked out. But man, was it a stressful week. Houston, Texas. They don't know how to winter, man. <laughs> they just shut down. It was 40 degrees outside. No snow on the ground. The entire city was shut down. A trip. Pipes everywhere. Pipes bursting. I couldn't poop for two days. Two days. No poop. Gotta eat less cheese, brother. Yeah. Well, So here's the kicker. So I had I had no food. Because, like, why would I? It's an Airbnb. I didn't go grocery shopping. Uh, and all the restaurants shut down. And all that was left in the Airbnb was like six packets of oatmeal. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, I got to stop eating all this oatmeal. Or I'm just going to be pooping on top of poop for days. There's no water. There's no way to flush this toilet. Jesus. I'm going to poop on top of poop. What? Fortunately, we talk about uh, poop way too much on this podcast. What this a, is a podcast that talks about NBA shit and mostly shit. That's it's fit, like literal and figurative. Oof. Magoof. Oof, magoof. But otherwise, I'm good. How are you, fellas, today? Very tired. Yeah. Lauren and I went to dinner last night at ABBA in Fulton Market. Nice. And uh, we they screwed up our reservations, so we ended up like our we we didn't eat until like we our reservation got moved to nine. A very late dinner. We got home, went to sleep, and then we had to go to the western suburbs. Uh, we we had to go to the western suburbs today to help Lauren's mom look at some townhouses because she's selling her house and moving. So I've just been running around all day, very tired. Mm. Just a, it just seems like a slow Sunday for the NBA crew. It is. I've had a very relaxing Sunday. I haven't really had to do much. I was working on some projects, but outside of that, I've just been hanging out. Uh, but you know, it's okay. We're gonna get some energy here. I feel like this guy's. Let's go ahead and let's just really stretch. Ooh, yeah. Everyone listening, everybody just stretch it out. Oh, you're probably listening to this in the morning. Also, it might be in the afternoon for you. If it's if it's at night and you are also sleepy, maybe don't do the stretch. You can still stretch. It's probably, it's, I mean, stretching is good for you. Let's you stretch before you go to bed. So everybody should stretch before they oh, go to shit. bed. I don't you do should. it. I'm not, I'm not, this is a do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but like, it's good to stretch before bed. How many it people is- do you think? How many people do you think listen to us while they go to sleep? One? Two? I don't know if you want to listen to our voices while you're trying to fall asleep. This is not a good fall asleep podcast to listen to. Maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the one where we enter the going to sleep uh, uh, space of podcasts. We'll just take take the reins from Sleep With Me and the Calm app. We'll just do some ASMR. 
Oh, I just got a boner. ASMR <laughs> <laughs> part is over. Okay. I'm still whispering. Uh, I'm getting chills down my back and I'm feeling a lot of weird feelings. I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. Not a fan? Uh, no, I don't like when Tad gives me a boner ever. Oh, I understand that. So you have a hard time dealing with every day of your life? Most days of my life, yeah. It's been a real struggle since we've known each other. Tough. <laughs> Constant uphill battle. Constant? Oh. <laughs> Move on. Next subject. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Oh, man. Um Okay, well, let's just get into this, folks. Uh, hello, my name is Nikki Keelers. Welcome to NBA, the podcast tries to talk NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit, little shit, Jay's uh, crazy Texas adventures. Um, crazy Texas I'm, adventures. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, the fact that we're going to try to lull you to sleep as you listen to us discuss basketball. <laughs> I'm your host, Nikki Keelers, a.k.a. Teriyaki Rogier. <laughs> nice. Maybe a shrimp teriyaki Rogier. Oh. Chicken I like, teriyaki. I don't like your whispering. You're not a fan of the whisper? It's weird. Ted? I don't know. I'm not a fan. That's the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't care for that. <laughs> Hard pass. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, what you going to do? No, big no thank you. Big no thank you. Okay. All right. Wow. All right. Take that for a moment. I pulled up a website to look at some cool. stats, and uh, an autoplay video started playing, and I was like, well, I, I hate when that happens. I hate mm-hmm. it. It's the damn internet, man. It's the damn internet. Damn internet. Uh, speaking of damn internet, internet, your internet's in Texas right now. It uh, is in Texas. This is my co-host, Jay. Take it away. I'm Jay, a.k.a. Blake Gryffindor. Happy nice. to be here. Jimmy, I can't believe it's not Butler. I'm in Jimmy's hometown. I'm not in his hometown. I'm in, I'm in his home state. We're here. Living it up. Living it up in Texas. That's not a song, but that's Hotel California. And it's a sad song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just thinking too much of Hotel California for a second there. Uh, who doesn't love the Eagles? Not real quick sidebar. Not Bob. Bob's I was gonna say, but your roommate Eagles. literally hates the Eagles. He, he hates, Eagles. hates them. That's such a weird band to hate. It's just, it's such a weird band to hate. Like, it's because he's he's like annoyed at how overplayed they are. He's like, it's all every station plays the fucking Eagles, and they really do out here. There's so many Eagles, like stations that play the Eagles. It's ridiculous. Uh, that was also the voice of our other co-hosts, our brethren with less melanin, Ted. Hey, what's up? It's Tad. That's it. No AK. Just Tad. <laughs> that's okay. He came into the, you know, we're gonna jump came right into the squadcast as Hito Turkaloo. That was that's what he gave us today. Hito. And he oh, spelled it why not? without the accentos. Why, why not? Exactly Hito. It wouldn't let you. me on Squadcast. It wouldn't let me it wouldn't let me like if you hold the button down on your Mac, it's like it will pop up the like the accents. But when I tried to do it on here, they were not available. So I'm sorry. I'm not. My objections are not with the presence and or absence of the asterisk. It's the lack of creativity in the name because you stole a person's name as your own. You. I, I just wanted to be Hito Turglu today. Although Hito Turglu is kind of a terrible person. He's like it's a, a trash bag. He's a supporter a of the uh, fascist Erdogan regime in Turkey. He's a member of it. He's like a cabinet member or something. I don't know. 
Mm, I bet Ooh. you Enos, Enos Cantor wants to whoop that ass. Yes, he does. Beat that um, ass. But we're not talking about Enos Cantor right now. We're going to talk about a different big man, Dennis Rodman, because it's time for Nikki's random stat quiz. He's quite known for the fact that he can get like a fuck ton of boards. Uh, he had uh, how many seasons? Two seasons where he averaged at least 18 boards a game. Quite impressive. Um, and only one, two, three, four seasons <clears throat> in which he did not average double digits. Two of which, though, he averaged nine. One was 9.4 and one was 9.7. But I don't want to talk about Dennis Rodman's rebound game. I want to talk about Dennis Rodman scoring the basketball, people. Oh. Can you guys tell me in which season between his rookie season, 86-87, and his final season, 99-2000, to what season did Dennis Rodman shoot his best effective field goal percentage? What is with you in that field goal percentage? I I, I kind of like the field goal <laughs> percentage questions happening constantly, uh, because it's like that's like tough. That's like a that's a it's that's a, a legitimately one. tough question, um, because it could be it could be literally any like like it's like. Okay. I try to get real one season specific. he could have his career high in points, but maybe he hit his lowest. You know, you have to, like so because I, I know that I know for a fact Dennis Robinson scored the most points per game in his second season. So I was kind of hoping yes. that was going to be the trivia question because I, I knew that was the answer. He averaged eleven point six that year. Yeah, big ups. Not great. Big ups. Probably averaged like eighteen or like How about sixteen. This? Boards you know though. what? Fuck field goal. Did you tell me what the second second uh, highest for him then is? It's the second best year for points scoring. per game. Points per game, second best year. In his career, uh, I'm gonna say his first year in San Antonio, which would have been like what ninety three, ninety four. Incorrect. He averaged four point seven. Tad, first year in Chicago. I don't know his uh, his third year. <laughs> his third year. His third year. Well, his, no. his best his best year was his uh, second year. So maybe his second best year was his third year. You know, that's <laughs> close, but it's actually very far off. His best his second best year was. Uh, it's two. close, but it's far off. Okay, great. Yeah, I have no idea. What are you saying, dude? Because it, the reason is because his second year or his third year was his third best career scoring, but his in fact oh, second okay, got year it, got it. His second year best career scoring was his sixth season, the ninety one ninety two season. It was far off by the amount of years, not by yes, but okay, not okay, in the okay, placing okay. of his all time. It's close got to it, far. Got it. So his third year, he had his third best. Third year, third best. Yep, there it is. Third year, third best. But his second best ever was his sixth season, which also was this year that he averaged the most uh, rebounds. Eighteen point. The thing is, these questions are great because our uh, like our listeners, they're gonna you know like when they're at a party, they're gonna have like a good NBA trivia question to ask people. Ridiculously you know? like specific, ridiculously specific. If I'm being honest, I'm just trying to make sure everyone understands that like I could host a t- I could host a game. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's what I it's, I'm gonna be on the Games Show Network, just sitting there like, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, boy. You're right, hundred percent. Hey, who wants to be a millionaire? Probably needs a new host now with uh, Chris Harrison getting canceled. Well, not canceled. Chris Harrison, um, you know, being in trouble for being. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even know that that show still existed. 
It was oh, yeah. The first thing that came yeah. They changed yeah. up the format considerably. Um, I don't watch it. I just caught like some that was on daytime TV once. It was like, mm. oh, this is a little different than how it used to be. <laughs> Sounds like a lot different. That show, that show had an all-time like two-year run. Like 1998 to like the year 2000. Who wants to be a millionaire was the hottest game show network or game show with Regis network, game show. Yeah. With Regis. Like that was like must see TV. Like that was prime time TV. It's like true. people tuned into that. All- yeah. Dude, yeah, we did. My family used to watch so it all weird. the fucking time. We used to watch it all the time. Yeah. That's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about. Like there's like no, there's like no such thing as like, not no such thing, but like, I guess it's anecdotal cause it's only from my life experience, but like for anybody that's in my circle, like there's no such thing as like, must watch TV or like appointment viewing anymore. Like, it's just not a thing. No, like, you can, just, you can think record about everything it. or watch yeah, it on yeah. demand or like whatever you want to. Like, yeah, it just, it doesn't exist. It's weird to think about that. Like as a kid, you know, like something like there'd be like a, a special, you know, that was like super hyped and you'd be like, hell right. yeah, new SpongeBob. Got to catch that shit. And I got to catch it live. Uh, that's like not a thing anymore. It kind of makes me sad. Like I've never really thought about that until like this discussion and it kind of oh, yeah. makes me sad. Oh yeah, man. Sorry, I'm sorry to make you sad about that, Tad. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sad Tad. Okay. Sad Tad. Now it's time to talk about someone else who's not sad, but mad. Draymond Green in an interview after in a post-game interview, uh sounded off a little bit on the treatment of players by the media as well as just like sort of, you know, like the NBA world in general, uh, when it comes to them wanting to get traded or the way that like how it's only seen as a business move when a team just ups and straight up kicks someone off of their team. Like DeMarcus cousins has happened more than once in his career. Uh, or, but then like James Harden or Anthony Davis say, I want to get traded. And then all of a sudden they're seen as terrible people because they're not being team players. Uh, I wanted to hear both what you guys felt about Draymond talking about this specific situation, as well as your own opinion on the bullshit or not bullshit that players get when they're like, Hey, I don't feel like being on this team anymore. Uh, Jay, go ahead and go first. Um, so I think you made a lot of really good points, right? Like the double standards between players and organizations. I think he made some not so good points as well. I think he made a huge mistake using James Harden as a reference because what what he did was egregious and, and everybody's kind of talked about that at nauseum uh to, to this point um look man at the end of the day like it's a business man like it's a business i do think that like the way that like man i don't know it's it's hard like i've gone back and forth as to how i feel about it like yes like being in this being in this type of position having your livelihood being talked about in a public setting where like you have zero control over where you can or cannot go in a lot of cases. Cause like, here's the thing, like the James Hardens and the Anthony Davis's of the world, like they're few and far between. Most guys don't have the luxury to like pick and choose where they want to go or demand a trade. Like most guys don't have that luxury. So like for the larger majority of, of NBA players and granted, like this comes with the territory, but like there is a double standard of like when your, when your personal team goes out there and like you know, is egregiously like spreading messages about like, Oh, he wants to get traded. He wants to go to this team. There's rumors. He wants to go to this team. Like if that shit gets back to you, it's problems. Like, you know, as, but, but at the same time, like a team can come out and, and 
and blatantly just say like, hey, we're shopping this guy. And then like you got to deal with the awkwardness of like if it doesn't happen, like Ben Simmons is still probably dealing with the awkwardness of like him maybe or maybe not being in the in the James Harden trade. Like it's a double standard. It's unfortunate. I just it's just the nature of the business. Like I don't know how you I don't know how you change it necessarily. And I don't, and I don't know if you I don't know if you need to like. I like these things are more reported now than they've ever been because of the advent of social media. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Tad thoughts. I mean, I just thought he went about it in a completely wrong way. I don't agree with anything he said. Like literally, I don't agree with anything at all that he said. He said James Harden was castrated by the NBA for speaking out in what way he got in trouble for COVID. That was it. Yeah. And he fucking ended up in Brooklyn. Like, here's the thing, man. I'm pro player, 100% right. pro player. 100%. But at the same time, like, Anthony Davis forced his way out of New Orleans, ended up on the Lakers, won a championship. Dwight Howard forced his way out of Orlando, went to, right. you know, the Lakers and, like, whatever, like that whole thing. Like, so many of these guys, Kevin Durant signs two year deals so that he can go wherever he wants and do whatever he wants to. LeBron James on fucking national, te- went on national television and announced that he was leaving his team. His sure. like his organization found out that he was leaving the team at the same time as everyone else did. Yeah. After so, like a Wendy's commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's just like this is such bullshit. Like fu- like God, this pissed me off. Now I'm fired up about it again. I wrote a bunch of stuff down. I can't even read my own <laughs> fucking notes that I wrote about this. Well, like yes, like there's shit that the gone. NBA like there 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 is there are two sides to this coin. Gone. But like the fact is, like, the players do this. Like, the teams can do it, too. Like, okay, here's the thing, though. He's, like, talking shit about trades. Like, fine. You know what? Let's go back to the 80s and the 70s when you couldn't trade players. Good luck. Sure. Whoever gets I drafted agree. to your team is on your team. You're stuck. I agree. I agree. There you go. Fuck off. Problem solved. Like, it just, I don't know, man. This whole thing just really rubbed me the wrong way. It's like I, I think there's a, a way to have this conversation and not to have it the way that Draymond Green went about it. So I just thought this made him look like a jackass. And then last night he got ejected from a game while they were up two and they lost. So suck my dick, Draymond. Yeah, I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. Uh, real quick, I, I I will like to say just one slight thing. I guess I don't know, Jay. Oh god damn it! To be devil's advocate, um, do you think it's more of along the lines of like when he, I think when he said Castro, he, in my opinion, I th- truthfully felt he meant more like media, not actually NBA, um. I I don't know. I could wait, be wait. Sorry, did you say wrong. did you say NBA or NBA? I, I, I kind of did, 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 did a little bit of both there. I was like, is he talking I, about? I wonder us? the same thing. So, good is he talking about I, us or just the general NBA media? Sure. Like, are we a part of the general NBA media? Like, yes. I mean, we're you, NBA you know, media. We're not credentialed, yeah, but we're NBA. Not media. even a little yeah. bit. Not even. I, don't a little think, bit. I, I also don't think we shit talk. Shit talk. Shit talked. Shit talked. Shit talked. Shit talked. James Harden. We didn't really. Like, really? No, not at all. I kind of um, went at him. I mean, Jay for a little bit. We but, went at him uh, for showing up out of shape and looking like a bum yes. and not following COVID protocols, but that's the same thing everybody else shamed him for. As they Literally, should. I did not see anyone talking shit about him wanting to leave Houston. All the stuff I saw was like, what are the best destinations for Harden? Right, Can he right, win a championship? Right. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I did not see anybody giving him a hard time for that. I yeah. saw people giving him a hard time for the way he went about it by showing up out of shape. Looking yep. disinterested, not yep. giving a fuck, and not really trying either. That's the thing, man. Like, okay, here's the deal: you don't, you want to do like if 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 you want to do this shit, stop signing long term deals. 
If you want to sign a long-term five-year deal and you want that financial stability, great. Shut the fuck up and play for the team that has your fucking contract. You signed the contract. You're an adult who signed a contract. I hate to say, I'm going to say this, and I mean it, like, not really seriously, but shut up and dribble. I'm kidding. I'm I'm obviously kidding, but uh, but like no, but seriously though, like, like, so like you, man, you have to like really let them know that you're kidding, man. I do. That that's why. I, that's why I said it like six. Yeah, yeah, yeah let them know, man. Calm down. You're the token on the, on the though, podcast. Like, you're yeah. under you're under contract for your team. So then, guess what? Sign one year deals all the time. Then you can go wherever you want when the season's over. Everybody can just fucking fuck off and do whatever. Like that shit. Like this starts to ruin the league. Like this, like this rots the league from the inside out because suddenly it's like, what the fuck is the point of rooting for my team if they're not a team that my, like other players want to go to? Like, yeah. why do like, why do I root for Orlando? Nobody's ever gonna want to go to Orlando. Like, I'm just gonna start rooting for the Nets. Who cares? Like, guess what? I've decided that my fandom is a free agency, and I'm gonna go root for whoever I want whenever I get sick of my team. Like, I don't know. It just, I I don't know. It's just frustrating. Well, you heard it here first, folks. It's Shut up and dribble. That's the name. That's the that's the name of the episode. No, we're definitely not going to start it that way. <laughs> Jesus. No, I no. want to be very clear. I was, I was, I was, I was kidding. That was a, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I genuinely do not mean that. That shit drives me insane. Like I've, yeah. I've made that very clear on this podcast that I am in support, like not in any way supportive of those kinds of statements. Um, but what I am supportive of is if you sign a contract with the team, like you need to play your contract, sure. and like if. Like you, you can be traded and you can request a trade, but like to go about it the way that some guys do is just not right. I I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, yeah. and but I, the only thing I will say and I'll, and we can move on is, as I mentioned, like there are like James Harden, and Anthony Davis, they're one percenters. This does not apply to 99% yeah. of the NBA. Cause on the exact opposite of that, there's like the Isaiah Thomas of it all. Where it's right. like literally they threw their all-star out. There's like, goodbye. Thank right. you for your service and get like, away from us forever. Okay, and then did James Harden not leave his teammates out to dry? Like his Rockets teammates by disagree. doing... Like, it's the same I don't thing. Disagree. Yeah, I don't no, disagree. I get it. I think the other thing too is like Draymond is not like Draymond of past. Like he kind of sucks right now. So like it so- it comes off more as whining than anything else. Like if he was still like all-star defense player of the year, Draymond, people might be like, yeah, fucking listen up, guys. It's Draymond. Like yeah. if they were winning, like I think he would hold a little bit more weight. But because of... Yeah, because of the fact that they... They suck. They're not uh, terrible. I mean, relative to what they have been, and also he's been kind yeah. of shit this year. Like, you know, what are they sixteen and fifteen, eighth in the West right now? Yeah, but he's not the best. He's been, not he's the been like a he's been like a three three and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not five five five. He's averaging nine seven and five. Okay, no. okay. No, okay. no, no. That's his career. Sorry, he's averaging <laughs> five six and eight. <laughs> Okay, from the floor. So that's not, not okay. The the field goal percentage is not great, and we all already know how my thoughts on field goal percentages. So uh, we'll move Nicky on. He loves We're himself gonna, some field goal percentage. I like uh, I like I like tall players <laughs> and good field goal percentage. Here's what I play center. That's why I play a center in two K all the time. I'm very good at it. Okay. Let me uh let me let me just close my Jay. thoughts on this. Hey, Jay. Jay. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was just I was messaging back and forth with the Airbnb host, 
and she asked me if everything was okay. And I, I, I attempted to write so far so good and it autocorrected to so fart. <laughs> I just, I can't, I couldn't contain it. It's just too funny. I just, I don't even, and this, I've never met this woman. So now she thinks I'm the, I'm the so far, I'm the so far guy. <laughs> oh, you hit send. Good job. Go ahead, Ted. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, I'm just going to say this. Power to the players. I, I, I support the players and like all this stuff. Cause like when you really boil it down, you're, you're like, you're supporting either like the average player or, uh, like crusty old white billionaires. Um, and so I'll always support the players in that. But like, there's also like, there are two sides to this. Um, and like, there's a right way to go about it. And there's a wrong way. And the, to me, like the way that Draymond Green went about this is the complete wrong way. So I agree. I agree. I understand that. Um, but we are going to actually turn on that. This isn't sort of a way, I guess, where people are, I mean, already told that they're going to be let go and hopefully for the better. Um, both Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, or Blake Griffin, or as Jay said. All right. Nice. Just realized that one now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I knew that was on the list, but I completely just forgot about that sure. when you said the sure. name. Yeah. Uh, anyways, both Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin are currently on the trading block. So I want to know, uh, where do you guys see them ending up? And how about this? Where do you want them to go? And where do you think they most likely will go? It's a good way to do this. Ted, I'm going to let you go first. They should just trade them for each other. (laughs) Can't you see, can't you picture Andre Drummond playing in a Pistons jersey? I can, vividly. Yeah, Yeah, like it's, it's, it's like he almost, it's, it's almost like he's played there before. Like the Photoshop does it, like just it just does it itself. I've seen a lot of Photoshops. I googled Andre Drummond Pistons, and there's so many Photoshops of him playing in a Pistons jersey. It's incredible. And like a lot of Pistons players, happy to see him on the the jersey and doing well. It's interesting. Uh, (laughs) I think Blake Griffin should just retire and get a head start on his comedy career. Uh, (laughs) Career. I don't just I don't disagree with that at all. (laughs) Really don't. Um. (laughs) I don't know. Like who needs a who needs an Andre Drummond? Like nobody, right? Like nobody really I don't I don't think that's true. I don't think like, that's true. I'm saying the teams that like I feel like could use him have good centers. Like the Rockets have Christian Wood, like the Nuggets have Jokic. Christian uh, Wood's hurt right now. Christian Wood's out. Oh, I forgot. It sounds, Christian, like, they're, it sounds yeah. like they're getting rid of Boogie. They are getting rid of Boogie. So. Yeah, yeah, they've, well, they've uh, Stephen Silas, Silas came out this afternoon and said that they're, they're all rumors. So who really knows what's going on over there? Mm, okay. uh, the moment a team categorically denies that they're getting rid of a player or a coach, that means that it is 100% absolutely unequivocally right. happening. I don't um, trying to think, man. You know, maybe Dallas. Honestly, yeah. Like, send Andre Drummond to Dallas. Him and Luca, I think With that's Christophs pretty good in a sense. But Kristaps before it, it helps, dude. Their only defensive stopper underneath is Willie Cauley Stein, and Willie Cauley Stein ain't it, bro. Um, you a hater, bro? Look, man, the guy's just not a, he's just not that good. He's like a he's like an eighteen points a night backup or eighteen minutes a night backup center. You know. Like I'm about to say 18 points a night backup center. I'm happy with that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're if your backup center is averaging 18 points a game, then like your team is probably scoring 180 and not gonna lose a single game. I'll tell you what, you know what? I got two good destinations for Andre Drummond. One of them is very unlikely because they're they're a, a uh divisional opponent. But number one is the Mavericks. I already brought that up. Number two, bring him to Chicago. Oh God! 
Wendell Carter ain't it. Yeah, neither is Andre Drummond. And he's he's still got like 27 mil on the books for next year. Ooh, that's a lot of money. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's really going to affect their ability to sign marquee free agents and be competitive. Like, you know, they've done so much of it in the past. How would you lock yourself into that? Actually, I got to confirm whether or not his contract expires at the end of the year. Because I know he picked up his extension, but I don't remember if it's up at the end of the year. I got one that might be weird. What if he went and helped out Toronto? I mean, that's the rumor that's been out there forever. Is right, because like they, they don't have Marcus Saul or Serge Ibaka. That's, those are two big losses for them. Well, and Aaron Baines hasn't been shit. Aaron yeah. Baines has been bad for them. Chris Boucher's fine, but he's undersized. So he's not really like – you don't want to go into he's a battle. Good, Chris Boucher's a great player. Just, it, like, they, they, need, yeah. he, they like, just need to bolster that front line. candidate, the whole thing. Exactly. But like it's just it, – like. They need they more. Didn't, they didn't get what they thought where they were going to get out of Aaron Baines. This this is the final um, year of, their con- of his contract. Okay, so then he is coming out the books then. Is it? Hold on. I'm just looking at it right now. I'm literally looking yeah. at it on Spot Trek. Yeah. 28.7 million. Well, almost 29 million basically this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing, like, it's it's tough. Like, yeah, like Toronto is a good destination. The Mavericks, I think, are a good destination because they could legitimately use him. Um, but like the teams that I think of, like when I said like teams that don't need a, what I mean is the teams that are in need of help right now are not teams like, for example, the Pelicans are a team that could use some help right now, but not in the form of a center. Do you know Especially what I mean? not Andre Drummond. Like yeah. Miami doesn't need him. They've got Bam. Um, I, I mean, there's I, two I, obvious I mean, answers, right? There's there's Boston. Boston's an obvious answer. Um and and Toronto is an obvious answer. There are two teams in the East, and yes, Cleveland doesn't give a shit if they're trading in the East because they're not competing this year. But the reality is, is like those are two teams that have no center presence, or the centers that they do have are just not cutting it. Like Tristan Thompson's been terrible, Aaron Baines has been terrible, Daniel Diaz was hurt, just recently came back. Robert Williams hasn't been the answer since they drafted him. Like they know that. Like Boston, the the mo in Boston for years has been like cool. They play like this, like you know, positionless basketball. But that positionless basketball leads to like really shit rebounding like they're not like houston where they were able to like body up and like offset the lack of size with like just good solid team rebounding like they just don't have that and they never have and it's a big problem for them so like andre yeah, drum makes a lot of sense that thickness it's a really good point boards it's a very good uh, point. let's go on it let's go ahead and switch over to blake griffin uh, we've seen we've heard we've weighed some options already for drummond but what are we thinking for blake griffin i mean what's the market like what is really the market for him i don't I mean, know i don't i don't see how how, how like detroit gets anything for him like the only thing that the only option they probably have is like they're gonna have to buy him out i just don't see how they could possibly trade him there's there's nothing no one his with his salary like there's nothing anybody can give up to match that like there's just not he's he's not worth anything which makes me really really sad to say because it's a huge huge bummer huge bummer but yeah i mean i don't know like you look at the teams that are in like in all conference, like in both conferences, that that could send to LA. Let him be Montrez Harrell two Well, that was the thing. Like a lot of people were like, "Oh, could he go to the Lakers? Like, could he go to Golden State? Like, would they buy him out or like, like you know, whatever, move some money around and and maybe trade Kelly Oubre in in exchange? Like that project didn't really work. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, it's another team for Andre Drummond. Now that I know that we're not talking about him anymore, but like Charlotte would be a fun team <laughs> for him. I was thinking about Charlotte, but I was like, also like, what do they? Yeah, it'd be hard. Like, they can't. They can't really the get him on the books. They can't. Exactly. They can't get him on the books. And like, what's no. the point? 
Yeah, and they don't have enough assets to trade. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like Blake Griffin, like you know what? Hey, Knicks, do Knicks stuff. Go get Blake Griffin, or you know, go get Andre Drummond. He's from they New York. Do the Knicks do love power forwards? You know, and I think I don't think they have enough, especially none with no. like name recognition. You know, Mm-mm. go go get you some Blake Griffin. He loves New York. There's a comedy seller there. You know, he can kick off his SNL career when he retires. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, don't even do it for your team. Do it for Blake's future in comedy. Yeah. Send him to New York. Yeah, I mean, that's that man. I just think that there's, there's just like the like the only way we can honestly discuss. You I mean you you made the point. The only way we can actually honestly discuss where he goes. The only reality of him moving teams is if they buy him out. Oh, 100 percent. There's no market for him, man. I, I'm yeah. pulling up his stats right now. Like, I know they're not impressive. Yeah, he's averaging 12, 12, 12 and five right now on a like twenty four million dollar contract. Yeah, and he's shooting thirty six percent from the field because he's not dunking anymore. Dude, there are a lot of players that have just completely fallen off this season. They just can't do the. It's it's all physical players. I feel like too, right? That's usually the yeah. case. I, I mean, that's how. Yeah, that's always how. Chris Dobbs, Kemba, yo. Fucking Boston was up by twenty, and now they're only up by three in the fourth quarter. Holy shit! Wow, that's wild stuff. No boy, no. Um. Well, let's uh let's scooch it over. You said Kemba. You know what Kemba used to be? An all star. Same thing with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. Nice so let's job. all let's thank you. Let's talk. Uh, the all star starters have been. Uh, oh my god sorry i'm trying to look grab this actual stat the all-star remember, remember earlier remember earlier when you said you were capable of hosting a game show oh i'm just crushing it screw you i mean if if in, a, in an actual production oh no i'm so sorry ted jj reddick just got ejected from the game for passing the ball to the ref uh I, that's literally what the sentence says says i'm right what a <laughs> what a terrible man um <laughs> the all-star starters were announced this past week. Um, the ca- team captains are both uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. For the West, we have uh, – why can't I find it now? How far gone is it from? Do you want me to read I'm the so all-star? Can you please? I'm sorry. I was trying to yes. get it. Oh, I got it here. Of course now I got it. <laughs> West, we got Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, as I said, Captain LeBron James and Nikola Jokic. And for the East, we have uh, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and the captain, Kevin Durant. Uh, let's talk NBA All-Star starters, uh, hypothetically. Uh, do you think the, the, the fans end up getting it right? Because at the end, Damian Lillard was snubbed for starting spot because the fans chose Luka Doncic over him. I just want to know, overall, for both sides, do you think that everyone got it right? Do you think there's anyone that's been snubbed from the starting list? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the da- Damian Lillard and Luka Doncic probably the biggest, like, yeah, but, like, you could flip either of them. Like, if Dame got it over Luka, I'd have been like, okay, that makes sense. Luka getting it over Dame, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Their voting was, Luka was two, three, th- like, two by fans, three by coaches, three by media, Dame was three by fans, two by coaches, two by media. Yeah. So, like, it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Um, Damian Lillard is obviously like playing at an all star level, but frankly, like, so is Luca. Luca's team just isn't playing as well. So, like, 
I don't have any issue with that. Um, I really don't. Also, like Luca has a much more far-reaching impact on the game. Like Luca is a global star just because of like his time spent in in Europe. You know, I mean that's just that's just how it is. So like, of course, he's gonna get more fan votes um, for stuff like that. Um, I I mean. I, I don't I don't see there's not one person uh, like the only thing maybe maybe Jalen Brown over Giannis maybe over Giannis but, no fucking way over Kyrie I can see it over Kyrie Kyrie you, you, it's a, it's a, Jalen Brown is a forward no he's not he's a guard no, he's, he's, on the fucking, he's, he's a forward he is, he a is forward. on the ballot as a guard he's and a shooting he, guard and still even if shooting he was guard. a forward he's definitely not there as He's not going to take over Giannis's spot. That's insane. I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like Giannis hasn't been moving not, the for me. Maybe I'm just quiet. He's had a quiet season, sure, but like it's but fu- he's still I mean, doing look, it very well. Okay, stupid. look, you don't have to fucking yell at me, okay? <laughs> it's, I'm not. I want to be clear. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just being really, really. Yes, you are. You're yelling at me. It's I'm me. It's also, me. I also, I want to point out. I want to point out. You can't like Giannis is such a nice man. Okay, so back off. All right. Did you see that video about him being sad and also happy when he learned that reporter? Who's been there since he was a rookie? Got a job somewhere else. That's beautiful. Giannis wow. deserves that starting spot. What, what a man! What a, man. Legit, what a mighty good man. He's legitimately been playing very well. Uh, Jay, what are your thoughts? Is there any snubs you feel like? Are you, you do you agree with these rosters? I wanted to say Kyrie, but he's like I wanted to say Kyrie for the simple reason that he was gone for so long, and like I feel like that should factor into the decision. Obviously, it's an All Star game; it's an exhibition. He's game, also so playing the, the out fans of his voted, but like. Mind. Yeah, I mean that doesn't really like factor into my my decision making at all. But like he's having his most efficient season ever in his entire career, so it's a hard it's hard to object like how incredible he's been. Yes, that's what I just said. I didn't say he's out of his mind. I said he's playing out of his goddamn mind. Oh, it's very easy to confuse those two. I think to be fair, (laughs) in my defense, it's very easy to confuse those two because he's having his most efficient season. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) And he's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the Luca, the Luca day one is an interesting because, like, if you look at their numbers, so I pulled up their numbers on on Basketball Reference. So I'll just pull them up here really quick. Um, they're they're eerily close. Obviously, Dane's been a lot more efficient than Luca has this season. I think Luca had a really rough start to the season. His shooting numbers are not great. Um, he's shooting better from the field overall, but he gets to the basket a lot more. Whereas Dane tends to shoot a lot of threes, but he's shooting thirty nine percent from three this year. Um, their scoring numbers are eerily similar, like thirty to twenty nine. Obviously, uh, you know, the, the rebound numbers and the assist numbers for that matter, actually, now that I look at it, definitely um, are, are heavily weighted on Luca's side. But, like, Dame, you can't sit here and tell me that the Blazers' group of talent is substantially better than that of the Dallas Mavericks, and yet they're, like, fourth in the in the Western Conference right now, fifth? I'm not – when I when I said, like, the team stuff, I'm not saying that they have better ta- – although Gary Trent Jr. looks better. Oh, no, he's been much. great. His Lucas supporting cast has been like on paper. Sure. The Mavs should be better, but they are fucking atrocious. Like yeah. Luca has no help. I blame some of Luca's shooting numbers this season solely on the fact that like he literally has to do it all. Sure. I agree. I agree. That said, the argument that you're making for Dame makes a ton of sense. I love Dame. Very true. Those, these like I, the the thing about this is these are two of my favorite players in the league that I'm like debating. And I'm just like you know what? I'm just happy that they're both there. Yeah. Yes, 
Of course. Um, I have one other one that I, I think I can throw in here. Uh, also having their most efficient season ever. Uh, averaging 28.9, 5.4, 5.1 on 51.8% from the field, 42.9% three. Zach Levine from your Chicago Bulls. Uh, he wasn't going to be a feel starter. Like, I'm sorry? He was never going to be a starter. I know, but goddamn. Sure. Those are amazing numbers on very efficient shooting. Well, he should be a, he should be an all star, but he's not going to be. a He's starter. going to be an all star for sure. Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's a, it's there's a lot of people that are that are worthy of all star nods in the East. Wow. Okay. You know what I'm I just want to say know. real quick. I think he should be an all star too. But I do. Shout out Brad Beal, man. Making the all star yeah, game. Congratulations. Well, well deserved. Yeah. Starter. Guys, just out there grinding, like just killing it every night. For a team that is just absolutely, actually, they haven't looked as bad. Re- they they look like they've like kind of put it together. I've t- I've turned them on. They've won four I've straight their games recently. Uh, Winners I, like just four, two yeah. weeks ago on this very podcast, I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't watch their games, so I don't really have much to say. And so They're I decided to write that and started tuning in, and they started winning. Uh, well, like, look, to, we should talk my, Lonzo my now. Supply. He's shooting out his mind. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you say? I said we shit. We were shit talking Lonzo, and now he's shooting out of his mind. Dude, is the cure for this NBA players like for us to just shit talk them? Because yeah, Luca has been or not Kobe Luca, sorry, Wright, Wendell Carter, Zach Levine. You guys all suck. <laughs> Look, we've shit talked them both a lot on this podcast. It hasn't helped them. I, I don't I think that say, they're salvageable. I was gonna say like if we were to do That's like true. a if we, were to, if we were to do like a word bubble of the words that we say the most with like the most disdain, the bulls would be very high on that list. And, and yet, <laughs> and yet we have got, we have made no impact on their progress as an NBA team. So I mean, I don't we, know. Shit, we were shit talk. We should talk gar packs for like two and a half years and they left. Oh, man, so. And they never, well, yeah, it takes, it takes time. It takes right. time. Maybe, it's maybe it's like, maybe like most things like the, like most of the shit talking that we do, like helps the bulls are just like a tougher like thing to harder, crack, so like we just to have to like gotta, have to we hit harder. We, we gotta hit so much harder. Yeah. <laughs> fucking get it together, guys! You fucking losers. Uh, uh, well, let's. I want to ask guys. Can we add the uh, uh, other seven players for uh, right? Seven players because it's twelve man rosters for the All Stars. Good math. Fill out quick the math. rosters. Quick, yeah. quick math. Quick, quick math. math. Uh. Ted, you want to go first? Let's let's start Eastern Conference. Let's add some Eastern Conference guys here. Let's try to talk some 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 gents. Like I said, Zach Levine's gonna be in there, right? <laughs> don't, I mean, don't he's, a, he's, a, he's an all star to me. All-star? Hey, now Zach's an all star. <laughs> um, it's kind of tough. I'm gonna say. I'm going to I'm going to start with one guy who really deserves it. Uh Julius Randle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julius I can, Julius, I can give that to you. Julius Randle absolutely deserves to be an all-star. Uh I already brought up Jason Tatum, so I think that kind of goes without me saying. Um Jalen Brown as well. Or sorry, I did I said I meant I said Jalen Brown. I meant Jay, like I think both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum should be in the All Star game. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. Um, no both yeah. of them. Jeez. Oh, um, 
Zach Levine, Nikki, I completely agree with you. I think Zach Levine should be an all-star. Thank you. The East is honestly, the West is super easy. Like I could sit here and rattle off the West. Uh, the East is well, a little we'll get more to difficult. That. Those are, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, sure. I'm just saying. Gosh. Um, man, this is kind of tough. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, I'll probably put... Oh, um, Fred Van Vliet should be an all-star. Mm. I could see that. I don't yeah. know if the numbers hold it. Yeah. Are the numbers, are the numbers yes. there? Yes. Yes. There's six in the East, 15 and 15. Van Fleet is currently averaging 20 points, 4.3 rebounds, 6.5 assists, and 40%, 37% from three. No, there are too many talented guards for Fred Van Fleet to get in. That's not it. Who else? Who's the uh, other guard? What other guard? There's seven spots. James Harden, Trey Young. Ben Simmons. Trey Young. Why did I think of Trey Young or Ben Simmons? What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. Like I don't know why I had <laughs> I would, such a hard I would time take, with this. I, based on the I blame it on the far, fact that I'm very tired today and I'm just not at the top of my game. I, I would take Colin Sexton over him. Absolutely not. Absolutely. No. That's, no, no, no. You you no, you tried to hammer your point home and you went too far. It happens to people all the time when they're making arguments. You were making a good argument and then you were like, This is where I'm gonna slam the door right here. And you did it and the door shattered because like it was so you slammed it too hard. Collins averaging twenty two point eight, two point four rebounds, four point two assists, forty eight percent from the field, forty point nine from the field, only seventy nine percent from free throw. Yeah, we knew he's a bad free throw shooter. Not a free throw, not a good free throw shooter. He's also got a rat tail. Um, no, not a fan of that. <clears throat> not that big a fan of that. Uh, was that seven that we had added already? There, he definitely didn't count him off, so we have no idea. I think it's he not only, that big a deal. Jay, is there any? Oh, well, let's just like talk it loosely. It's yeah, like, let me just kind of. How did I miss Trey Young? Like I'm, just, I'm frankly, you know, let me yeah. just say something real quick. I'm embarrassed. Okay, I am. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> good. 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 I, I we didn't I didn't mention it. When we were recording, I talked about it before, like in the pre-recording. I'm very tired today. I'm just a little off my game. I'm I'm embarrassed, and as a professional, I want to apologize. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I'm this sure conduct was unbecoming it. of me, <laughs> but very on brand. But very on brand. Hey, any um, any guys you got on here? I mean, it's very similar, right? Give me Jalen Brown. Give me Zach mm-hmm. Levine. Give me Jason Tatum. Give me Bam. Uh, give me Julius Randle, and then. I think I'm gonna go uh, Gordon Hayward. I think Gordon Hayward deserves to be an All Star, um, just based on the way he's been playing and 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 what he's done to elevate that Charlotte team. Uh, it's so Is I really don't. Want... Oh, man, Demontis has been solid, but I feel like I'm gonna pass on him this year. I think Bam's been better. Um, oh God. For me, it's between James Harden and Trey Young. I don't want to say James Harden, but he's been so. I say James Harden. No, James Harden's so good right now. It's so hard to pass up on him. No, I totally throw James Harden in there. Let's flip it to the West side. Uh, Wow. Yeah. West is West for me. I didn't. I think it's relatively easy. Um, So I'd say obviously Dame, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul. Give me uh, Paul George. Uh, Anthony Davis is probably not going to. He's been just okay this year, but he's been I mean, granted not just okay. He's been all star caliber, but like he hasn't been like MVP caliber like we were accustomed to. But I'd still throw AD in there, so give me AD, Paul George, um, and then I'm gonna go. 
Who all did you name? Zion. Sorry. Go, can, you, can you back up? I just I want to make yeah. sure. So Dame, I got Dame, Donovan, Chris Paul. Uh, then I got AD, PG. Give me Zion. Uh, and then my last one, I'm gonna say Rudy Gobert. I think Rudy Go- Gobert deserves to be in. Okay, I like that. Rudy. Rudy I Gobert. like yours except yeah, for you one. I'm gonna take Zion out. I'm gonna swap him for one Mike Conley. I'm giving the Jazz two All Stars. I give three. Him, I, I give them two. Who else did you say? Oh, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. I'm giving the Jazz three All Stars. Sorry. Yeah, three. That's I told fine. you, man. I, I'm just yeah, I understand just, that. I struggle I, today. I, I, I get it. He is he is a fringe all star for me this year. Like I just I actually and I, a lot of people have had this point, but I think it's going to be a much cooler story if at the end of his career he's made no all star games than like making one because then he is definitively the greatest player to never make an all star game. <laughs> yeah. So I'll replace him with someone think, who has already he, been. I don't think I don't think he feels the same way. I think he'd probably. Yeah, like I think to, he'd rather. Oh, he'd I completely like to agree. I uh, Zion, agree. I, I think you could put, uh, you know. Yeah. Neither one of you guys, neither a- one of you guys a- mentioned Devin Honestly, Booker, like, did you? I don't know. I, I was just about to say, I was like, I don't know how you leave out Devin Booker. Devin Booker's been just, I mean, compared to some of the other guards in the West, he hasn't been that good. Chris Paul's been the best player on that team, even if his stats don't show it. Yeah. Well, how about I mean, this? De- uh, Devin, Devin Booker scoring 24 points a game on f- almost 50% shooting with four boards. Right, but and I'm four talking assists. about the, like, the Western Conference, the Western Conference in particular, like it's super guard heavy. It's super guard heavy. Sure. Chris Paul's just better overall. Like he's been a better, more impactful player to that team. And Donovan just, Mitchell, I'm not, I, I didn't, in no way did I, am I insinuating in any capacity that Chris Paul should be left out? I think Chris Paul should be an all star too. But we could have Devin Booker. We don't have to have Zion. No, but you, but. I do. You do have to have like, you have to have more front court. Like you have to have an even a mix of like front court and back court. Like you can have four front court, front four back court and three front court. Like that's we got AD, Paul George, AD. and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's three front oh, court guys. That's right. You did say that. So, yeah, well, I didn't say that. It. You did. Zion. I Zion agreed with is, you, and then started like gonna, picking and choosing some other people. You know, I was making yeah. doing this guy. Right, 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 I'm right. just gonna point this uh, out. Zion's got 25, six, three assists, 62 percent from the field, 37.5 from three. I also ah, just selfish. I think him. the West is hard. hard. Like the West is it's way easier. Easy. I'm like, like I can name these guys so off way easier. It's so easy. It's so much more difficult. And here's the thing: like selfishly, as a as a fan of an exhibition game, I'd rather watch Zion than Devin Booker. Give me Zion. I want to see I him gotta, dunk. I want to see him do cool shit. I, I got to be completely the air with tremendous speed. De'Aaron Fox or DeMar DeRozan? Anything for either one of those guys? No, they're they're like right outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, like the thing is, like if we're talking Devin Booker as a fringe all-star, like we can't put De'Aaron Fox in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Here's the thing. I love debating the all-star teams and then I don't watch the game. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty spot on. Well, because like, the game is usually the worst part. Because well, like, frankly, like, all, all you got to do is just go on Twitter the next day, and all the stuff you wanted to see is on Twitter. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one guy from my Eastern Conference team, and I'm gonna swap him out for somebody else. Uh, goodbye, Gordon Hayward. Hello, Nikola Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic deserves being all star. It's true. That. <clears throat> it's true. He does. Um, He's the best player in the let's, country. Let's let's gentlemen. Let's move on He's over the best to player, our last. That's just that's a big stretch, but but a great. It's a big stretch, but a great a great segue because we're talking the MVP race, the actual best player in the league for this season. 
Um, as it stands now, the latter is in third place, Damian Lillard, the all-star starter snub. In second place, Joel Embiid. And in first place, King James. I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on this so far. What do you think about the MVP race so far? And how? who do you guys think so far? Like, What do you think is going to be the end result? I think LeBron will win it because that's already probably set in stone. I mean, something terrible has Feels to happen like for it, him yeah. not to win it. The narrative is already there. Yeah. To me, it's Joel Embiid. I have argued vehemently for years on this very podcast about how many times LeBron has been snubbed for MVP. And I'm going to tell you right now, this year should be Joel Embiid. That man is playing out his goddamn mind. And it is is. enjoyable to watch. I was bearish on the 76ers this year. And now I'm buying. I'm all in. Sinking all my money into 76ers stock and riding them to the promised land. That team is good. Ben Simmons is good. Joel Embiid has looked fucking phenomenal. The man should be, I mean, he's averaging 30, like 12, and like a few assists. He's shooting like 60% from the floor. He's doing it all. I watched him hit a step back three the other day, and then on the next possession, little pump fake three action, two dribbles, Euro step layup. He looks good. This is the best he's ever looked. His game is getting like getting better and better. Um, obviously, like you know, we got to kind of hope he he doesn't get hurt. Um, but to me, man, give him the damn the damn award. I also wouldn't be upset if Dame Lillard won it. But like right now, for my money, it's it's Joel Embiid. Yeah, I mean, Dame would have to do a lot to overtake LeBron and Joel Embiid at this point. Like they'd have to win He'd the West. Have to be a top three. They, yeah. They'd have to win the West for him to win MVP. Um, or he'd have to drop like he'd have to like finish the season at like thirty five a game and like just be like unstoppable. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I know I was just saying I'd be happy if he won it. Oh no, as would I. I mean, he was like the preseason favorite for a lot of people. Like a lot of people were saying it was going to be Dame's year to win the MVP, just because like you know if if the Blazers were like top three, there wasn't a strong case for a lot of other guys. But Joel Embiid, I mean, to Taz's point, like he's just playing. I mean, they played against the Bulls the other day and he just dominated them, just absolutely dominated them, which like, granted, it's the Bulls, but you know, that was the game I was watching. Um, No, he's been incredible. And I think like throughout the season, we keep waiting for them to like slip up and saying, ah, the schedule was really easy to start the season. Like they played Miami twice in a row and they had like nobody playing because they all had COVID. Like, let's see what happens when they actually start playing good competition. Like they've started to and they're... They're not slowing down, man. They're really not. Like, Doc Rivers got those guys playing well. And Joel Embiid is just like – I was listening to uh, – Charles Barkley was on Bill Simmons' podcast the other day. And he was talking about, like – like, Bill was like, you know, it's got to feel good, right? Like, you know, big men are back. And he was just like, yeah, motherfucker, big men are back. They're not shooting three-pointers anymore. They're actually going out on the block again like they're supposed to. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, all these all these guys are shooting three-pointers and then they're shooting, like, really inefficient shots. And then you wonder why, like – People keep saying that the center position is dead because all the centers want to be fucking wing players. Like you are Joel Embiid is one of the most dominant, dominant physical specimens in NBA history. Like just physically, like his footwork, his strength, his like overall capabilities on the defensive end, you know, all the things that he's capable of doing, stretching the floor to the to, to the extent that he can, like it's coming together this year in and granted, I mean he's multiple time all-star, multiple time all defense. So like this is this is nothing new, but it's coming together this year in a way that never has before. And it's like, it's scary good. I don't know. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like they've got to get, they've got to get to the, to the, there's a couple teams that could be a potentially tough matchup for them, but not many, not in the East, not in the East. 
It's a really mm. scary team, especially with that guy playing the way he's playing. It's it's I mean, I mean, even like Milwaukee, like Giannis is not Giannis is not guarding Joel Embiid. Like Boston has nobody to throw at him. You know, Brooklyn, who's going up against Joel Embiid? KD? DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan? Like Andre just, Andre Drummond. What? Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. Nikki just bringing it full circle. That's what a good host does. That honestly, you know that was right. that was tremendous. <laughs> I take all the flack that I threw at you, I take it right back. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Joel, has, <laughs> yeah, Joel, Joel's been insane, man. Like what what he's doing this year has been like it's just fun, man. Like we talked about this before, but like thinking back on you know the first three years seasons of his career, you're just like wow, what a bust, what a horrendous, terrible pick. Just another big man who's never going to get on the floor because of knee injuries, back injuries, etc. And fuck, man, here we are. Like it's 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 incredible. It's really yeah. it's incredible. And I I think if they finish first, like it's gonna be hard to argue that he's not the MVP. Can I offer a yeah. hot take? Sure. Seth Curry is the uh, off season edition of the year. Okay, let me think about that for a second. I just want to take that in because we talked he about helped. this a couple years. We talked he about this a couple weeks ago. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. He's a really great addition, hundred percent. Who who was a bigger Who was a bigger offseason addition? Gordon Hayward, dude. He's got them in the playoffs. Okay, they're in the playoffs. The Seventy Sixers went from a year where, like, we were they were the laughing like we we knew there was no chance they were going to make the fucking finals to now a legitimate finals contender, and like he has added exactly what they were missing. They were absolutely in the playoffs. And Danny Green too. I said, I yes, said not. Were, I said not a contender. They were, they were a contender until the bubble. Like until we got to the bubble and they embarrassed themselves. They were a contender. They were still one of the best teams in the East. He's just raised them to a different level. Gordon Hayward took a Hornets franchise that had been in the depths of hell in the NBA, and brought them to a point along with some other role players. Terry Rozier's playing really well. Lamelo's playing really well, et cetera. But like Lamelo's. 14, six and six is helping Gordon. Gordon Hayward has brought this team to like the seventh seed in the Eastern conference. And yes, it's the Eastern conference, but yeah, Gordon Hayward's a much bigger addition to that team. Like his, his impact is bigger than Seth. Like I think Seth Curry has been a, a fucking phenomenal addition for them, but like, yeah, that's a, that's a very, very hot take. Very, very hot well, take. Yes, I didn't say it was cold. I didn't say it was lukewarm. You so. did. <laughs> hot right. take. Man, um, Let's move on over, guys. What do we got here for uh, something that we are looking forward to this week? Breakfast tacos, dude. I'm in Austin. I can't wait to eat breakfast tacos every day. I'm going to eat brisket and smoked sausage. I can't wait. Houston was kind of a drag from a food perspective because all the restaurants were closed until like my last day. So I didn't really get to eat nearly as much as I wanted to. Got some good Indian food, but Austin is open. I'm eating breakfast takis. I'm eating barbecue. I'm drinking beer. I'm debating whether or not I should take my dog because she does not play nice with other dogs. And I really like to enjoy my time. There's a dog across the way where we're staying. We're in this, like I'm staying in this, like Nikki, you would love this. It's like, it's like a tiny home park. There's like six tiny homes. I'm staying in a tiny home and there's like six other tiny homes around me. But the, the guy across the way has a dog and he very friendly dog walked up to Iggy and Iggy was like, get out of my ass and just went at him so i think i might have to leave her behind while i go get breakfast takis and barbecue that's a very good that's a very good idea you gotta go to to franklin's you gotta go to franklin's barbecue i've been to franklin's i've been to franklin's i gotta go to gotta go to salt lick salt lick i heard is really good that's the one i've been there phenomenal gotta go 
So, uh, what am I looking forward to this week, Nikki? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I am looking forward to this being the last week of February and us turning the goddamn corner into spring pretty fucking quickly. That's what I'm looking forward to. That does sound great. I, I'm going to agree with you on that. I would like it to be spring as well. Fuck winter. <laughs> you fucking dude in California is out here like, fuck winter. Yeah, I hate you. I hate you so much. It's fucking snowing. I'm watching it snow out my window right now. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know, uh, Frank. Okay. Disregard that. It's a bunch of liberal bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna jump on Tad's thing. I don't give a shit about snow anymore. I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about winter. Go away, you stupid bitch. You ruined my Houston vacation, you jackass. Jay, I mean uh, this with all true sincerity. I hope when respect. you return from your little trip that there is no snow on the ground when you come back. I truly hope that for you. I want that for you. That's what I want as well. Perhaps more than I've ever wanted anything in my entire life. Because if yes. you come back and there's no snow, that means I live here and there's no snow. So listen, if if this comes true, if you wishing something for me comes true, I got a list of things that I'd love to have you uh, wish for me as well. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, all right, let's get into the plugs then gentlemen. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. And you can follow me on Instagram at Tad.Hall. That's T-A-D dot H-A-L-L. I did notice that I had gained a couple followers the other day, but they were definitely very real women and definitely not bots uh, <laughs> with bios like 18 plus looking for hot man sort of things in their in their bio. So mm-hmm. things are looking up, you know? Things there are looking up. Hot man what? What could it be? Hot man. Meat. I don't know. Oh, meat, doy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girls are so silly. Classic. <laughs> yeah, classic. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. And Clubhouse. Which oh, we didn't do this yeah. week because I had no electricity. Yes, that, you know, that was kind of pretty good reason for it not to happen. Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza on Instagram on Twitter. And you can also follow the podcast at NBA Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you give us five stars, subscribe, like, tell your friends, all that good stuff. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. That's that's the episode of NBA. Chill. For Jay, for Tad, I'm Nikki. That's it. Goodbye. Enjoy your week. Damn, son. <laughs> <laughs>